Hey guys, uh, so we've been talking about cognitive functions a lot recently, and uh, we just finished going over all eight uh, cognitive functions in depth, which are basically the eight uh, spectrum with which the mind uh, utilizes for cognition. It tunes into those eight spectrum like a radio, and is able to send and receive information over each of those eight spectrum. Uh, half of them are for perceiving, which is used for gathering information. The other half of them is used for uh, decision-making, uh, judgments, basically. That's what a person's judgment is. And there's four cognitive functions for each. We also lightly touched on the topic of cognitive axes, which is like axis but plural. So let's actually dive in a little bit more deeper just to get a more general sense of what a cognitive axis actually is. So two of the functions, so let's say uh, introverted sensing, it's on a cognitive axis, axis with uh, extroverted intuition. Uh, or um, there's also um, introverted intuition, it's on an axis with extroverted sensing, and those are the perception functions. Extroverted thinking, also known as rationale, is with morality, moral decision-making, also known as FI, and they're connected together in an, on an axis. Uh, so also is introverted thinking and extroverted feeling. So here is a little whiteboard example of what it is I'm talking about. So, um, trying to see if I can hold this properly. Yeah, there we go, a lot better. So if you look here, um, extroverted sensing and introverted intuition, they're together, um, and uh, that's because one feeds into the other. The introverted functions, uh, here and here and here and here, they are source functions, whereas uh, extroverted uh, functions, which are here and also down here, N-E-T-E-S-E-F-E, -E -E, those functions are utilized uh, for consuming. And so if I'm an FE user, I want to be around FI user people because I'm an ethical person, but in order for me to remain ethical, I need to be around people with high moral fiber, basically. And that's how human relationships are formed. The same thing goes with extroverted thinking. They're always looking for TE users, always looking for those TI users to be around so they can feel smart, essentially. So those are basically just a rough model of how they work. But let's actually dive in a little bit more and look at this ESTJ example. So with ESTJs, which this is basically what an ESTJ looks like uh, on paper, as it were. You have hero, parent, child, inferior, nemesis, critic, uh, trickster, and demon. And the top four functions makes up their ego, and the uh, bottom four functions makes up their unconscious mind, basically. So what does that mean? Uh, there's two different personalities. The ESTJ is the ego, but the ISTP is the unconscious. The ISTP represents their unconscious mind. Now remember, when we're referring to someone's type, we're really only talking about their ego because that's their main primary place that their brain is in most of the day. But their brain can go into the other four sides of their mind, and that's subconscious, which they don't have listed here. But all subconscious is, are these four functions flipped on top of each other. So it would be F-I-N-E-S-I-T-E, and that's an INFP. And then there's the demon parasite uh, side, also known as the superego, and all that is are these are the unconscious mind's uh, functions flipped on top of each other as well, which would be F-E-N-I-S-E-T-I, which is the ENFJ, also known as the mentor. So 
But for now, let's just use these eight functions in this order to depict what an ESTJ is. And uh, you have the hero, you have the parent, you have the child. But if you notice, using cognitive axes, you have uh, you have TE and FI. You notice how they're on an axis over here, but TE and FI, so you have the inferior function and the hero function, they are on an axis with each other. So one feeds into the other. And the parent and the child are also always on an axis with each other, right? Same thing down here. The nemesis and the demon are also in that place. And then the critic and the uh, trickster are also the same. They're all on an axis with each other. So all you have to do, if you can identify just the hero and just the parent function of somebody, you can logically come up with the rest of the functions in the correct order for their type. That's all you need to know. Because if you know their hero and it's TE, that automatically means that their inferior function is FI. If you know their parent and it's SI, that automatically means that their child is NE, as you can see here. And then for the bottom, all you do is the opposite. The nemesis is just the opposite of the hero. So if it's TE, that means it's TI nemesis. If it's SI uh, parent, it's automatically SE critic. If it's NE child, that's automatically NI trickster. If it's uh, FE, um, or if it's FI inferior, that's automatically FE demon in that order. So that's really relevant. When you look at somebody, you try to figure out, okay, are they, do they have high rationale? Do they have high morals and whatnot? As long as you can figure out their hero and their parent function, which is what Carl Jung talked about uh, when he started talking about cognitive senses, talking about uh, people who are rational, logical, etc. If they're a logical person, that automatically means that uh, they have, they're an ethical person. If they're a rational person, that automatically means they're a moral person, for example. If they have metaphysical awareness, they have really good long-term memory. If they have really good future memory for themselves and know what they want and they're very driven and, and very focused in that way, then they have physical awareness as well. It all runs together. And because of these different uh, cognitive functions and how they spin on little axes with each other, um, as you can see, sorry, move it around here a little bit, get a better position. Because they're able to move around like this, this is how data flows. So, um, I feel, you think. It comes out in our sentences and what we talk about. Or, uh, I, I experienced this thing, you might want to do this thing that I experienced. Or, I want this, I want this flavor ice cream, you should have it, because it's really good. Or, I see what you're doing, that means I want to do what you're doing, right? Um, well, you feel that way about what I think? Wow. Or, uh, I think this, and then all of a sudden the person next to you has an emotional reaction to what you think. That's how our cognitive functions work. And they're always in these axes, and they come out in our sentences and what we say. And that's how we communicate and interact with other human beings. And the cognitive functions, like in this example with the ESTJ, are always in this order. They never change in this order, and they're always in balance in this way. That means like no type is better than any of the others, essentially. So ESTJ ego, ISTP shadow. I'm gonna set this down. Um, knowing cognitive axes is very important because like I said, if you can identify their hero or their parent, you automatically know the rest of their mind on paper and you know where they're, uh, where, what they're really good at. So like in the case of an ESTJ, they're very good, they're highly rational, which means they're super organized, uh, 
They, they make decisions based off of statistics, and they try to set an order to things. They're very orderly, very organized in that way. Uh, they have, if they're an SI parent, that's high for introverted sensing, which means they're very honorable. They have a sense of safety, a sense of justice. Um, they're very traditional. Always got to have that Thanksgiving, turkey on Thanksgiving, etc. most of the time. Uh, and they respect tradition. They expect uh, tradition. There, um, and because I know that they have SI parent, I automatically know because it's on an axis with expert intuition. Expert intuition is their child, right? So if that's their child, um, then I know that they're very childly about what other people want. And they pay extra attention to what other people want. And they're very good at predicting the behavior of other people around them, right? So that's what expert intuition does. But because I also figured out previously that they have expert thinking as their hero, I know that they're insecure about their moral decision making. Morals is interesting. It means like uh, it's it's what's how someone feels about something. Also it's about how someone feels about themselves. It's about self-awareness about one's self-worth. So if someone has FI inferior like an ESTJ does, that means the ESTJ is insecure about how they feel about themselves. So they want other people to think well of them so that they can feel good about themselves, right? Remember FI is in axis with TE, right? FI hero, or a TE hero, and then FI inferior, right? Because they feed into each other. If this is the hero and the FI is in the inferior, there's insecurity. But if people think well of him, the ESTJ or her, in this model with their rational thinking, because they're always aware of what other people are thinking, right? That means if they think highly of me, then I feel good about myself, right? And that's literally how their priorities go. That's why TE users really like uh, limelight, fame, uh, high regard, want to be respected, they got to have that status. It's like the, it's like the groupie that's hanging out with the, uh, the rock star. They just want that status, right? That literally is uh, all about extroverted thinking and introverted uh, feeling on their axis for those cognitive functions. And all the other functions behave this way. You just have to know where their axis turns and where they're located. So, but yeah, uh, also just a quick review on the eight cognitive functions that we've done so far. Um, remember, expert intuition is metaphysical awareness. Um, in the case of the ESTJ, they're aware of the metaphysical realm, all about what other people want, what might happen before it does. Uh, we talked about introverted feeling just now being moral awareness or awareness of one's self-worth, basically. Extroverted thinking is all about what other people are thinking. It's also rational thinking, uh, statistical decision-making, being orderly and organized. We talked about introverted sensing, uh, which is all about long-term memory access. Extroverted sensing, or uh, we talked about introverted sensing being long-term memory access. Um, access. Extroverted sensing is awareness of the of physics, of the physical environment, and being able to manipulate uh, the physical environment by a skill known as mechanics. That's what extroverted sensing is for, and giving other people experiences. Introverted intuition is knowing what an individual wants, instead of like the collective with extroverted intuition, but introverted intuition is what I want, and what I am focused on, and what my goals are, and what I am going to do tomorrow. It's all about knowing one's future, knowing what they want, and knowing what they desire. That's what introverted intuition is. And then there's also extroverted feeling, which is awareness of how everyone everyone else feels. It's what causes someone being very caring. If extroverted thinking is about all about what other people are thinking, 
and their two false judgments, then extroverted feeling is keeping track of their everyone else's good bad judgments and how people feel in that way. Introverted thinking is on an axis with extroverted feeling. It's about what I believe is true or false, not what the collective believes with TE or rationale. It's about what I believe is true or false. That's TI, basically. And the extroverted thinkers are trying to find the TI users so they can feel smart, just like the FE users are trying to find the FI users so that they can feel good, basically, as to how the decisions uh, roll with that. So in a nutshell, that's all of the cognitive functions. That's their uh, cognitive axis. You can use the cognitive axis to identify someone's functions once you're able to identify their uh, hero and their parent function, which we will talk about uh, how to type someone uh, in one of our future videos. So I think that's, I think that's everything. Um, oh yeah, um, also, um, with the cognitive axis, because those functions are always attached to each other, he, the hero is always attached to the inferior. The parent is always attached to the child. The nemesis is always attached to the demon function. Uh, the critic is always attached to the trickster. Those, the slots themselves, of which the cognitive functions go inside, also have their own axis, right? So... Again, if you identify their, if you identify the hero, you automatically know the inferior. If you automatically, uh, or if you find out what the parent is, you automatically know what the child. In some cases, I look at people and I find out their child, and then I know their parent. So then I got to figure out, okay, what's their hero? And you can work backwards as well. You don't have to follow the same process every time. As long as you can identify one or two functions, you can basically break it apart and logically figure out the rest of a person's functions. And then you know what they're really good at. You know where their insecurities are. Uh, in the case of the ESTJ, we just look at, looked at um, extroverted thinking as their hero, which automatically means introverted thinking is their nemesis, which means they worry about their own thinking. And ESTJ worries that they're actually smart. So they're already afraid that they might be a bad person, but they also carry their worry in the fifth function, which is introverted thinking, which is what they believe is true false. So they're constantly worried about whether or not their thinking is correct. So they're constantly having to go to other people and ask them what they think, basically. So we're just using the ESTJ as a model. We're not trying to like bash ESTJs here. We're just being honest. Um, so uh, yeah, so again, hero, parent, child, inferior, nemesis, critic, trickster, demon, all of those have their own axes with their appropriate functions. And uh, just like the cognitive functions themselves, outside of which slot they're in, are also on axes with each other as well. So you just keep track of both sets of axes, and then you can immediately, uh, like after finding out even maybe one function, you could pick it apart, and by process of elimination, you figured out how to type somebody instantly and know their cognitive functions for their type, and know how to interact with them, or change yourself or adjust your behavior to have an optimal outcome with them, or if you're really trying to make them have a bad day, you know all the pressure points to hit. So, but more about pressure points later. Uh, hitting someone's inferior function will cause them to hate you very much. If you're trying to teach someone a lesson, you want to go for the critic function. Uh, avoid the demon at all costs. Uh, the trickster, they're just unaware of that function entirely. It's like not even real to them. Um, like like an like an INTP or an INFP, if they have S, they have they do have SE trickster, which means the physical environment around them like doesn't even exist. That's why they drop stuff all the time, uh, or they don't really have good fashion sense, as they have been accused, because uh, 
they're just not aware of the experience they're giving others. They have no clue. It doesn't even make sense to them. That's why they need an SE user in their life to tell them so that they're dressing properly, for example, so that they're aware of the experience they're giving others or how they're coming off or how they sound. And that's how human relationships work. It's all about finding the proper cognitive compatibility so that all of the bases are covered so that you can have the best relationship, not just with an individual, but all human beings around you because you have another human being who has your back and is able to uh, help you adjust your behavior to optimize you for whichever social situation it is, um, be it for business, pleasure, what have you, family, uh, it can happen. So anyway, that about wraps it up for today. Um, if uh, you like what you see or uh, this video is helpful or informational, educational in any way, uh, please uh, hit like and subscribe. If you have any questions, leave it in the comments. I'll do my best to answer your questions. Um, but I'm still going to keep doing videos here on this uh, science of depth psychology and also uh, social engineering um, so that uh, we can continue to uh, understand each other and uh, basically have a better future for ourselves because of it. So anyway. Have a good day. Later.